From the Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Food Studio in Austin, Texas, this is The Jeff Ward Show. You know I'm all things Cabernet, but Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods is much more than amazing Cabernet selections. It's your one-stop shop for thousands of wine, spirits, and beers at everyday lower prices. A Texas family-owned destination for selection and savings since 1962. Find your neighborhood specs and great deals at specsonline.com. I'm Jeff Ward, and the only agenda here is to make you think. You know, the other day I said the Dallas Cowboys-LA Chargers game, the 20-17 to game, looked like it was played in 1972. It was football straight from 1972. I think the the template of the Cowboys actually is 1972. It really is. And that's not a bad idea, by the way. Turns out I was only off by one year. Statistically, statistically, that game was 1973 because statistically, the NFL is in many, many ways now 1973. I hope you find this as interesting as I do because it gets pretty nerdy pretty fast. And then I'm going to finish up with a bizarre idea. Um, if you've watched enough football, I think it should be obvious. I'm, I'm, I would assume it's very obvious to most people. I'm a little bit surprised this is not a bigger topic. Um, maybe just because I'm too nerdy, but it should be obvious. Scoring is down. If you've noticed that teams not named the Miami Dolphins are not moving the ball as well as you would think in the past, games you watched in the past, if just the eyeball test says, you know, outside of the Dolphins' offense, nobody's very good on offense, you're not wrong. If you've noticed that teams are not scoring very often inside the red zone, that's the 20-yard line. And no, it's not just a Dallas Cowboys problem, although it is a problem for the Cowboys, but it's a problem for everybody. You're not wrong. It's an issue. Every, just about, I should say, just about every offensive measurement is down. And it's happening, when you think about this, it's happening when coaches, I think it's a dumb thing to do, by the way, it's happening when coaches are going forward on fourth down more than ever before. So, Almost every offensive metric is down and down dramatically. Remember what I said about 1972? I was not far off. Now, the reasons, there's the numbers, which, again, sound nerdy, but they're pretty, they're pretty fascinating. They're the reasons, then, for that. And then I'm going to introduce what I think is not so crazy of a solution. And don't laugh at me anymore. I don't think, you know, when I first said this a few years ago, People laughed at me. I, I don't think I don't think I'm wrong. I think it's actually a pretty good idea. So here we go. It's going to sound nerdy because it is. Consider all of this is happening. Okay, when you just think of the backdrop of of modern day football, in which the NFL smartly goes out of its way to give the offense advantages, they go out of their way to promote scoring. I mean, it's not like the NFL and the ownership groups really want less scoring. In this age of fantasy nerds, then you would want more points and more offense than ever before. I think everybody's trying, which is what makes these numbers even more fascinating. And when you factor in that passers, a, gener- a generation of quarterbacks is better than, better than ever. I'm not saying there's another Marino or Montana, although there is, but I'm saying depth-wise, 
there's a there's a whole generation of quarterbacks that have grown up throwing the ball a bunch. The numbers should be better, and they're not, and they are dramatically down, dramatically down. All right, so remember that 1972 comment I made that's actually really about 1973. Yahoo Sports, um, yeah, yeah, nerds like me read this stuff. NFL scoring is down, and offenses have been sputtering. Yeah, to say the least. All right, the fewest points per game through the opening six weeks, it's a 20.5. That number right now is the fewest points since 2010. Okay, it keeps going down and down and down. The league average explosive play rate, that means plays, I think they're measuring plays of over 20 yards. You hear the term explosive play, that's what they mean. The league average explosive play rate is 10%. means nothing to you in context until I tell you this. It's the lowest through six games since the data was compiled in 2000. Most of what I've read is it's probably worse than that. But this, that's all we know is that metric has been measured since 2000. So there's, if you think, well, I don't really see that many big plays. You're not wrong. You don't. In fact, there is fewer, I can't say ever, but fewer than we've seen in almost 25 years. At a time when you would not think that would be happening. How about this? 2023 quarterbacks are throwing touchdowns on 3.9% of their pass attempts, and this should stand out to you, and they're averaging 6.9 yards per attempt. If you said, again, this is factoring in some ridiculous numbers by the Dolphins against the the Broncos, right? So these numbers are kind of skewed. There's only one team lighting it up. But... Only touchdowns on 3% of passes, 6.9 yards per attempt. Those are the lowest since 2008. The season currently features the lowest yards per completion ever. Ever. Remember I said 1972, that game of the night? Actually, it would be 1955. I don't know. That is remarkable when every rule, every move, every... Training session is about producing more yards per completion, and it's the lowest ever. Quarterbacks are currently recording a first down on 31% of their dropbacks. That is the lowest since 2003. So you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Offenses just aren't moving the ball, and they certainly aren't moving it very deep down the field. Uh, offenses are currently scoring touchdown, touchdowns on 53% of their drives. Uh, context, so that's a terrible number. That is a shockingly bad number in a game in which everything is built to favor the offense. 53.3% of their drives, the lowest rate since 2012. It's 10% lower than 2020. Okay. Again, a time when the quarterbacks are supposed to be better, offenses are supposed to be better, every owner is hiring an offensive coach. If you think you see too many field goals, you are not wrong. So Cowboys fans, everything you keep seeing and you keep blaming for the Dallas Cowboys is happening league-wide to everyone except somebody named the Miami Dolphins. Teams are currently averaging 2.11 field goal attempts per game. That's the most since 1973. 
The other night, people kept complaining, well, all they're doing is just getting in position to kick field goals or just kicking field goals. I said, yeah, it's a game from 1972, except they didn't have very good kickers back then. All we need now is a square toe and some dude with, like, number 68 or something on his back. You're not wrong. There's more field goals. There's more field goals tried. There's more field goals missed. So what's at play? Okay, so not to get extra nerdy, the reasons are there's quite a few reasons. And then I'm going to give you a wild solution. And I'll back it up. All right, so the reason for all these metrics, offensive metrics being where they are, lower and lower and lower, uh, one, okay, teams, this is nerdy, but teams are using more zone defenses. I can't say that ever, but it's just, it's commonplace. And you know I'm all things Cabernet, but Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods is much more than an amazing Cabernet selection. It's your one-stop shop for thousands of wines, spirits, and beers at everyday lower prices. A Texas family-owned destination for selection and savings since 1962. And now that it's tailgating and game party season, Specs is the number one playmaker with lower prices on a stadium-sized selection of everything you need. Specs, it's your one-stop shop for thousands of wine, spirits, beers, and everyday lower prices. You can find your neighborhood Specs and get great deals by going to specsonline.com. So you're not seeing explosive plays because the defense, the secondary, is backed up. In other words, if you're, you know, just a generic term, if you're playing his own defense, you're, what you're doing is making sure the ball's not thrown over your head and you're keeping the ball in front of you. So you're dropping back and... That's why you're not seeing explosive plays. These over-the-top plays, these long, these bombs. Remember everybody used to talk about in the NFL bombs, throw a bomb or whatever? You don't see that anymore, rarely. In fact, the big plays that you ever see, which are rare, and this is usually the Miami Dolphins, are actually because some guy catches it underneath and then breaks a few tackles and, and takes off. That's the big play of today. Defenses are making offenses be more consistent. Defenses are making... The quarterbacks be more efficient. And I have a theory why that is, too. So, part one, why you don't see more big plays, why the passing yards are where they are, why the completion rates are where they are, is that defenses have just backed up and said, sure, sure, throw it for four yards. The other reason, and I think this is playing into all of it, and I never hear people talk about this, although, think it through, I, it's true. Um. I think edge players, Micah Parsons, Nick Bosa, go down the list. Edge players, these guys who get out there, they make all the money, they're told just chase the quarterback down and wreck him. That's it, right? Edge players are better and more disruptive than ever. That's part of the reason why I think offenses are doing what they're doing. This is part of the reason why offenses are stuck in quicksand is because defenses have – have are better, but they have this particular player, more of them in the league now, that are able to disrupt. It is a glamour position. It is a highly paid position. The highest paid defensive player of all time until Micah Parsons becomes the highest paid defensive player of all time. I, the top two are going to be edge rushers. Nick Bosa and soon-to-be Micah Parsons. And then somebody else who has a lot of sacks, they're going to be on that list too. It is the defensive equivalent to a quarterback are edge players. Um, it used to be that if you would watch a game, it used to be that you would see maybe a few good pass rushers, but now 
it is the marquee position, one of the marquee positions in all of football. You know, the, my Lawrence Tater theory has always been that that edge edge rusher, that type of player that is so athletic and so fast that you just you can't he can run around you too fast. You have no answer for him. They're so good and athletic now, they wreck the offense. That's partly why I think teams play more zone defense is they're saying, all we got to do is just let our dude go. He'll get to you. We just want him, We want you to think you're going to sit in the pocket because you can't. All right? I think that's, that's part of it. I don't, you can disagree all you want if you want to be extra nerdy. Um, okay, so I don't know what the other reasons would be, to be honest with you. I can't really think of them. You can't say it's the rules. You can't say it's, you know, oh, the quarterbacks aren't very good anymore. Everything's, what do you mean? They've been passing since they were five years old. Everything is to make the offense better, and everything is going the opposite way offensively. And I gave you what I think are the reasons, the solution. Okay? I said this about player safety probably more than once, but it certainly applies here. The solution to this, it doesn't necessarily mean more rules, more tinkering with rules, uh, making the edge rusher count to five Mississippi, none of that stuff. A bigger field. A bigger field. The NFL needs a bigger field. You're going to laugh, huh? Okay. Well, the NFL fields need to look more like a Canadian football field. And my logic behind this is that to get better offenses, offenses need more space. There's not enough space. There's not enough time, and there's not enough space. Got it? There's too many big, fast people mucking everything up. I don't know. I mean, why do you you see so many quarterbacks hurt? Why do you see, even though everything is done to make the game safer, some, it's impossible because the field, they're just too big and too fast in a space that was made for, you know, a bunch of, 210-pound people, not 260-pound people running fast. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Um, here's, why, here's why it would work. Okay, I, I'm, I feel pretty comfortable with this. I mean, it just makes sense. An American football field is obviously 100 yards long, right? Uh, 120 end zone to end zone. The width of an NFL field is 53. I think it's 53.3 to be exact. How about that? It needs to be bigger. It needs to be wider at least. First off, if I said if you had if I had one solution, it would be to widen the field. It's gonna get it's gonna give, you know, I'm not even saying you have to have Canadian football rules, although I think you we probably want to. You probably fans are gonna want to, you fantasy gorks, kids, fans, whatever you are, you're gonna want that too. But the field was wider. I think you'd have fewer injuries. And the offenses would have more space to operate. It would be a better game. It would be a better offensive game because it's just you would spread the defense out wider. They can get to you. It would take longer to get to you. Um, I think a Canadian football field is, don't all of you know? Why don't you know the Canadian football field dimensions, huh? This is a drinking game. Canadian football field is 110 by 65. End zone to end zone, because the end zones are 20 yards deep, I think it might be 150 yards. Now, that might be a little excessive. 
That's like a lot of space down there. But, I mean, if you had to start anywhere, you'd make them wider. Okay, I disagree with all, all you want. If you want to agree with me, say, yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I mean, it, it would promote quickness. It would give quarterbacks, obviously, everybody more space to operate. It would create more one-on-one situations just because you have more space. Yeah, I do think 12 to 15 yards would make that much of a difference. Okay, Jeff, um, I don't know that anyone's offered this up. I doubt it. And they won't do it. Here's what I do know. The market will always be up and down. So you need a safe haven. You need the safe haven asset of silver. It's a tangible asset. And think of all the reasons why silver will be in demand. Electronics, solar panels, medical devices, the list goes on. Demand isn't going away. When uncertainty rises, investors turn to precious metals as a hedge. And right now, the silver to gold ratio is at record levels. Gold is currently at an all-time high, whereas silver is 50% below its all-time high. It's time to own a tangible asset, so turn to CSN Mint. CSN Mint has been providing U.S. Mint collectible coins and precious metals for more than 20 years. You can trust CSN Mint and build your collection with confidence. Experience world-class customer service and support with CSN Mint. Every product you purchase includes the original certificate of authenticity or is certified and graded by third party to ensure origin and purity. Whether you're a seasoned investor or a passionate collector, you'll find a diverse range of products. Check out CSN Mint's extensive catalog of bars, coins, and collectibles. You can trust CSN Mint and build your collection with complete confidence. Take advantage of a deal right now. Follow this. Go to csnmint.com slash Jeff Ward and use the promo code Jeff Ward at checkout to get free silver American Eagle worth $30 in value with a purchase of $75 or more. Again, go to csnmint.com slash Jeff Ward. Use the promo code Jeff Ward at checkout. Do you want a non-toxic solution for caring for anything leather? Well, if so, then you need leather honey. It's the best-selling leather care product in Amazon with more than 50,000 five-star reviews. Leather Honey was invented in the 1960s. It's family-owned and American-made. And the Leather Honey leather cleaner and conditioner works great in all colors of genuine leather. This includes car and motorcycle seats, furniture, shoes, boots, purses, and belts. I've used Leather Honey on two living room chairs. And even after years of kids and dogs, these chairs look brand new. Check out Leather Honey's Leather Care Wipe Kit and the Leather Cleaner Spray Bottle. To see all the Leather Honey products, you can help prolong the life of your leather and save. Get this, save 20%. Go to leatherhoney.com backslash Jeff Ward 20. Do it now to save 20% on Leather Honey products. Go to leatherhoney.com slash Jeff Ward 20. This podcast is sponsored by Leather Honey, Amazon's best-selling leather care products. To get 20% off, go to leatherhoney.com slash Ward 20 They're not going to retrofit stadiums. Now, I don't know what kind of space is available. I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to, you probably have to take out some rows that are low and near the field, and I don't know any owner wants to give up that. I think the NFL office would love the idea. I think the NFL office would love to see fewer quarterbacks get hurt and more offense and more players running around with the ball in their hand. They want to see more Tyreek Hills and fewer Micah Parsons. Think of that. This would help. It would also, 
I think create another generation of smaller, faster receivers. I do. But they won't do it, I assume. I assume if I were to stand there at the NFL office in front of a bunch of owners, I wouldn't. They would say, and you can leave now, loser. What's the problem? Do you not agree with me? We're like, we got some math we're going to apply to this. No, no. We're not taking out three rows of every stadium, so you get out of here. They won't do it. They won't do it. Now, you have to have a uniform size, I guess. I mean, I could argue it would be cool to have some fields bigger than others, but whatever. Um, they're just not going to want to retrofit stadiums. I mean, I don't know how much you have to do. You engineers can tackle that. But they're not going to want to touch these stadiums. They're not going to want to lose one single penny from seats. In fact, they want more seats. So my idea, my solution, which I will argue with you is a pretty good solution, which would make the game more entertaining and safer, is never going to happen because the owners will say no.